Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 144 for Friday, September 28th, 2018. Wow, I made it through that. That was really tough. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me as always, we have Ian Sarnicola. Hey, baby boy. And John Francois. Hello. Hey, guys. It's It's been a banner week for games, gameplay, and, you know, the people who love them. That's what this podcast is all about. I've been playing Spider-Man, I've been playing Warcraft, just like I said, the two things I said I was going to play last week, um, but there's been some big news. Uh, should I start with that, or should we like get, do you guys have like games you want to talk about first? It's too late, you already, or, like, you already no, mentioned. No, let's do the big news. Yeah. You okay, mentioned. okay, we're just going to dive right into the big, big news. Do we, should we have like a, like a filler thing, like, big News. Big news. At seven. Yeah. See, I was going to go with more of an emergency sound, which definitely tells oh. me what we think about news <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah, it's like all <laughs> systems <laughs> alert. Big news alert. Big news alert. Threat. Threat. Anxiety. Anxiety. All right, listeners. This is Derek with your big news of the week. Looks like things are about to get fucked on PlayStation. As they go cross-play with online video games. So this is actually the, the big news thing. It's the one topic I kind of want to bring up. PlayStation's finally decided to open their doors to cross-platform play for, uh, I'm doing air quotes right now, select titles. Starting with, <laughs> I'm doing air quotes now, Fortnite. Um, you take the S off titles. <laughs> starting with their banner title, Fortnite. Uh, probably because... Reddit, everyone's been asking for it and been everyone's very angry months <laughs> yeah It'll also because fortnite season six is about to start like next week or this week so if there's ever time to be like hey no play on playstation we promise <laughs> we're, we're a good place to play now's the time for them to do that first of all um, i love that jesse's not here when we're talking about this one <laughs> jesse i know we got like fortnite news and he's not here um <laughs> this is great he doesn't play fortnite anymore anyway remember we went best. through that whole thing um well i think it's just what made this so much worse for sony was they were such dicks with their first response they put like zero effort I, and they're like well we're not gonna do it because like the customers that this we know what's best for our fans. okay sony's not run by a t- 1994 yes, stoner you this, don't know that <laughs> yes it is and he wears board shorts and those fucking his name's his name's Chad. No, Chad. Like, yeah, or it's like... Chad. Uh, what are those? Chad. Birkenstocks. That's what he wears. <laughs> and he's a fucking jabroni. Okay, so Chet gets out there on the stage Ooh, and he's like, going. Sup, dudes? You know, when I'm not, like, rolling the dro and <laughs> kicking the sack with my bro, Chad. Bonging tobacco uh, with my bros. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times I like, you know, hitting up that Fortnite and, uh, you know, 100, 100 players dropping down, dropping the sack, you know. And I kind of want to do that with my other friend Gary, but he has an Xbox. And I was like, you know, why don't we just, like, play together? And he's like, uh, you can't. You said you could, we can't. And he was like, yeah, whoops. I guess I'll switch that back. Uh, and that's that's the whole thing. I, th- I think I kind of went a little too long on that for it to be funny. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, if you keep going, you're going to push to the other side, and it's going to be funny again. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Um, also, by dropping the sack, you definitely do mean teabagging, right? He puts right? on his, his teabagging yeah, yeah, Birkenstocks. Def- they're just going to do that to each other. 
you know, whatever, yucks their yums. I, I mean, I don't want to yuck their yums, but whatever floats their boats, whatever, you know. Anyway, so I this is definitely because of the new Fortnite season. And, I mean, people have been pissed off at Sony. I think I'm guessing there was a chart, a graph somewhere where a number went past a certain threshold and Sony was like, oh, okay, well, then I guess we'll just open it up to other players now. Like... Because they had previously done this before with accidentally, uh, Epic accidentally had it turned on for like a week, um, and wait, what? Then they were like, oh yeah, like last year, last November, I think, um, Epic had turned on crossplay, uh, and they said, oops, it was an accident. Oh no! And how it was clever definitely of them. like, yeah, it was definitely just like a ploy, like to show. How it's like one line of code or something uh, to unlock. Like, the like oops, didn't mean to text. <laughs> basically, um, and ever <laughs> since then, <laughs> people have been like, "Microsoft stole my phone." <laughs> basically, <laughs> um, and then uh, I think the second thing that happened was uh, the Switch version came out, and um, okay, so the Epic thing was the first thing. The Switch version came out, and users were unable. To Rightfully use their PlayStation, so. their, their Epic account associated with a PlayStation account to play on the Switch version, which pissed a lot of people off because you have you have all your unlocks, all your everything is in, in that one Epic account, and then to have to start a new account for a different console. But Xbox and PC didn't have those restrictions. So you kind of had to either decide. It basically made us versus them, and the us was Switch, Xbox One, PC which is a good chunk of the market. Probably still not as much as the PS4 still, like with how much PS4 has been dominating, but enough to make a, a marketing team kind of think twice. And I think it just got to the point where they were like, you know, we're getting bad press. We need to turn this around. Um, let's not do it right when people yell at us so we don't look like we're just caving at any request let's we're gonna do this but not because it. you told us to. exactly that's so we're that's kind of what our original content and that's idea exactly what they can do now after all this time it's like we're doing this at a even though it's obviously because of the new fortnite seasons coming out and they don't want people to switch platforms on them um and it, it, it but what this sets is a new precedent for gaming that i think the switch and xbox one and pc have kind of like this year has been kind of building up on those systems uh, particularly between the switch and the xbox one they have been very open and vocal about like we're playing together now like with minecraft and other games like there was i think it was at e3 the microsoft press conference had a switch featured in the video and like to have competing companies show each other's products in their press conference was like I don't know. It, it was a small thing, but it, it felt like kind of a big deal. Oh, it's not that's something not a small thing see. at all. That's a gigantic yeah, dig yeah, at huge. PlayStation. Totally. Yes, exactly. Um, and what this sets is this new precedent. Now, I could imagine a world where we could be playing like Battlefield even with Xbox players or PC players. Well, that would be a nightmare because they all yeah. just snipe the shit out of us. But y you know what I'm saying? Like this, this could change gaming this could be the end of the like the, the the wars that could be over this it's like a peace treaty no it's in the not. console wars ian your optimism <laughs> is disgusting always has been. well what's your what's your outlook here you think it's just gonna be Fortnite only and then everyone's gonna be like why not Derek, this game and there's gonna be more dumb me, excuses from you know chat. what listen we have talked about Fortnite on this goddamn podcast for eighty 
thousand hours is what it feels like to me cumulative in the past like three months so all i'll say about it is this i am sick of on the radio hearing all these old radio djs who don't know what fortnite is probably saying are you need to get better on fortnite on your samsung galaxy do you listen to the radio it's not by choice, Derek. A coworker <laughs> has the... <laughs> and so I hear the radio and I'm You're like... You're the old person. <laughs> but it... I'm sick of it. Can we just move on? But in all seriousness, though, at least maybe we'll be able to play video games with your brother now. Since he betrayed yes. us and bought an Xbox. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just... Yeah, I'm excited for the precedent this sets. Uh playstation can't go back from this really and if they do that's just a, a huge pr blunder an even bigger one than the not allowing um fortnite players to blah 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 do blah, this blah. in the first yeah place. do this and yeah um i'm a little excited because i i mean i'm not an avid fortnite player but i have thought about like popping it on my switch once in a while just like doing around but i've always been like well no i can't i don't want to fucking go through make a new epic account so I guess I can play Fortnite on the Switch now. So that's kind of cool. I heard that they just unlocked the um, the ability to create an Epic account and connect with your PlayStation account. So um, on the same account as a Switch or uh, Xbox One uh, account. Jesus Christ, there's so many fucking accounts these days. Um, I think this is... They, they said it's coming out for Fortnite in beta later this month or next month. I forget. I I wonder if it is just next, like when that Fortnite season drops, but um, that would make sense. Anyway, you're right, Ian. We've devoted way too much time to Fortnite. You go ahead. You go. Your turn. I got to stop talking so much. This is the first time in my life I've ever been afraid to play a video game because I don't want to lose my progress, but I'm at a standstill in Into the Breach. (laughs) I'm not playing it. Because I am almost done with the third island, but shit ain't good. Wait, so is your and Switch just suspended? Yeah, Derek. <laughs> I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid to turn it on because it's fucking hard still. Oh, and I'm on the next difficulty. I forgot to tell you that. So Jesus Christ. Um, But yeah, terrifying. I've got two little battery blurbs left. Uh, you can still plug it in. Oh, but, oh, no, battery no, no, I'm talking about, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but other than that, I did, I also played, uh, I haven't had much time to play. I did check out the Valkyria Chronicles demo. Tell me all about that. I don't know if I like it. Is that weird? Yeah. Okay. It's a tactics game. It is, I know, but I've, well, I first have to start, I have to start out by saying, I never played any of the other ones. So wait, what? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the thing the first Valkyria Chronicles was a PS3 game and then Valkyria Chronicles 2 and 3, I believe were both Vita games. So oh, yeah. See, there's no way I would have Yeah, I don't think that that's required reading in this case. Um I don't well, think 2 and 3 are really considered necessary uh parts of like the like I've heard that four is kind of like a soft relaunch of the series see and that's though they are bringing one back or no they did bring one back as an hd remaster i actually purchased that uh, a couple months ago it was on sale well the reason i was bringing it up is not so much because i did read that that four is like meant to be kind of like the monster hunter was on ps4 
like new players can get into the series with this game. Yeah, but it's like more like relaunch, I have like no I baseline to compare it to other than the other strategy games that I've played, and I just I guess I just like the medieval setting of Fire Emblem better. I think, but yeah, could you could you lay out like what is Valkyria Chronicles? Like what what makes it diff- why is it so different and weird? Well, it's... I don't want, before I st- just blast out and start explaining. Oh, it. Oh, totally. So it is set in. Like I said, so it's not instead of like a mythical, I guess, fantasy realm. It's this is wartime and it's this weird like hybrid, quote unquote, modern, but still kind of there's like weird steampunk elements to it. Like I guess more like maybe steampunk undertones would be a better way to describe it. And Mm -hmm. it is a strategy game. You have to. And again, I only played the demo, so I can't speak to later in the game, but the the thing I found most interesting, I think, was the how the combat, like when you're attacking, how the views kind of switch. Have you did you play the demo, mm-hmm. Derek? No, I just played the first one. I played Valkyria Chronicles. It's, I, I, I here's my my quick breakdown. It's alternate history, World War Two, not on Earth necessarily, because there's like light magical or like fantasy elements, right? Um, and light steampunk, but it's like uh. It's it's a tactics game where you movement is real time, and so is aiming during yeah. the turn phase. And it's so so you weird. have like a bar, and you can move until the bar runs out, and then you shoot where you actually aim to shoot. Um, well, time is like frozen for the enemy. And then the enemy does their turn, and they do the kind of the same deal. Um, and you have to like consider cover, and it's like a third person shooter when. But with like within a turn. But it's, um, but that I don't. Then that's the thing I'm grappling with because what they advertise it as something like a, I think they say part real time, which I found it's super accurate. But it's like knowing that I'm confined to that turn kind of made it just seem weird, or maybe I'm just not used to it. That's what I don't know yet. But it's like it's like you just gotta like. Uh turn that bar into your movement range you know yeah. in any if there was pretend there's a grid and that you can move only that far and does that make sense i i mean i think it makes sense if you've played it <laughs> yeah i don't know it's hard to, it's really it's, it's a really weird ass game yes. it's hard to describe it's <laughs> it's kind of like if you're going to compare the mixing of the genres it's like, you know how Tales of Symphonia mixed fighting elements into an RPG? Mm-hmm. This is the tactics game mixing first-person shooter elements, I guess. Yeah, um, third-person shooter. Yes, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant, third-person. What I found interesting is how, dude, snipers are... I don't know about any of the other games, but... Oh, dude, yeah, you got it already. Keep those in one, yeah. snipers happy keep them safe <laughs> Sni- keep them well fed snipers of the shit well i mean um they are your team like you get those headshots <laughs> man without them like what yeah. you're nothing well you get other classes that do different shit that like uh eventually you get a lot of various uh like uh types of of characters that can do very useful things but the snipers uh, when i played valkyria chronicles one i was always doing long shots um so 
Yeah, but you can't rely on that for everything. Like, a, a, a sniper rifle can't destroy a tank. So. Right, but what I'm I guess where I was going with that was more like, don't be an idiot and sacrifice your snipers because permadeath <laughs> is on. However, I believe they let you save after every turn, so that kind of takes away from, I guess, the ramification. Of yeah, you could definitely save scum, for sure. So... I mean, I still, I appreciate that permadeath is on, but, like, if I did something stupid, as I'm wont to do, and I lose a sniper, I don't like that it's going to be that easy for me <laughs> to just, you know, reboot from yeah. the last turn. Yeah. The, 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 what's the word? Uh, the, the, the seed of, of, of fucking around is there. <laughs> the like seed can... of fuckery, as it's now Yeah, the seed coined. of fuckery is. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. We should make that shirt. <laughs> but what uh, so you're just not really digging it much though you i don't, don't think uh i don't know i and is it because i'm just like i'm still riding high on that uh into the breach and it's just so radically different and that's not where i want to be right now maybe maybe so i'm reserving judgment until i will probably rent it at some point maybe when it's like winter break yeah no i won't smash bros is out i'm never playing yep. this game ever again <laughs> after smash all bets are off for all games yeah yeah uh-huh. so that's about oh, that's all well. i got man no that's cool john what about you what have you been playing uh andre and i just bought snipper clips uh so we've been fighting a lot oh, awesome <laughs> so i divorced her <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games where what you think in your head can never possibly be translated to what you're trying to tell the other person. Like, no, 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 just turn like that. No, 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 not like that. <laughs> no, still, you've got it wrong again. Oh, my God, let me just do it. And then suddenly you're playing a one-player game. Yep. Yeah, it was developed by a uh, couples counseling team to uh, <laughs> bring in more uh, more business. <laughs> it's a, a shitload of fun for what it is. And when you're not arguing about one specific level, it's a lot of fun to just, like, dick around and see what you can do. Uh, but more so than that, I have been playing Octopath Traveler, which is the uh, the Square Enix attempt at an old-school JRPG. Is it successful in that? Oh, it's definitely a JRPG. If you don't like them, don't <laughs> play this game. <laughs> oh, it's, oh. It's, it's, it's a very JRPG. Yeah, they did a good job with re- reconstructing the... Um, laborious and tedious grinding process that you do <laughs> when you walk literally anywhere the thing games have you know tried for years to kind of ease out of most rpgs they're really doubling down on yeah i mean so they 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 one of so there let me start from the beginning here there are eight characters as in octo uh, each one has their own path to follow <laughs> but eventually i'm told they all uh, coalesce to some degree but i don't think that happens till the very end of the game and i'm maybe like a quarter of the way through i don't even have my full team assembled how many hours do you think you have in at this uh, point probably close to 20 nice okay so it is a big it's a big game yeah it's like a full i've also just been farting around uh, i will routinely yeah. log on before i go to work and play for like half an hour when i've i woken up too soon and I didn't want to exercise too long, so I took a shower really <laughs> early, and now I sit down, and I essentially just find a forest and slaughter hundreds of boars. <laughs> that's the way to do it in RPGs. Woo! <laughs> uh, that's, what get, that's what gets me up in the morning. Kill the kill boars. Kill the boars. 
<laughs> Extinction on a global level. <laughs> yeah. Thin the herd. Natural selection, I'm a, baby. I'm a conservationalist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got a lot of interesting dialogue. Uh, each character has their own little intro scene that you can watch, and they all have their own uh, dedicated voice actors to them. Although for some parts, when they're talking, they just go like, "Yes," and then like the dialogue for like a, an affirmative response will will scroll out on the screen. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> which is is cool, except until you get to the character Hanit, who speaks in like fake old timey English. <laughs> yes oh shit there goes the internet again oh that's okay just keep keep the recordings going Derek yeah. knows a thing or two about internet trouble I don't know why this is happening okay and I'm back I have no idea what the hell is going on this I think it's only happening because I'm using like a 50 foot ethernet cord and <laughs> maybe the internet's being like slowed down getting to me it doesn't like being funneled like that it's like yeah. that long wait did you just like check for kinks <laughs> like a hose yeah. make sure it's flowing properly <laughs> get the internet in in the computer <laughs> oh shit i got a leak internet's spilling all over there's gifts all over my carpet yeah better call a plumber the pipes look dead oh man this thing's leaking porno all over my basement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. What all the right. hell are um, we talking about? Uh, Octopath. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So you. Uh, Haunt it. I heard each each of the characters has like their own special ability, like their own thing that only they can do. Yes. Is that true? That's true. There's a like a sort of out of combat thing that each one of them can do. The merchant can purchase things from people. Uh, the fighter can challenge them to a duel. The anyone? Uh, yep. I walked oh, into a town cool. and I talked to an old man standing by a house who's like, "Welcome to Boulderfall." <laughs> and then I said, "Fuck you, fight me." <laughs> and I said, "I don't like the cut." What of your would that gym. get you? Um, literally nothing, as far as I can tell. His response was, uh, "You, you should learn to respect your elders." And then I beat the shit out of him. So I don't know what it did, but I did do it. <laughs> fuck off old man yeah i came back later and he was awake <laughs> again and i thought about fighting him again but it felt kind of mean <laughs> do you think he'd remember you though you know when i talked to him he just said welcome to boulder Falls. so i think i gave him amnesia <laughs> oh you beat, <laughs> beat him so bad he doesn't remember anything but outside of those abilities a, a few of them do overlap so both the hunter and the fighter can challenge people to a duel uh, both the dancer and the priest can recruit people to to fight nice. with you. Um, but the main thing that sets it apart from other traditional JRPGs is the the combat system is like uh, slightly modified in that uh, each enemy has a number of weaknesses, whether they be like swords or spears or bows or fire or ice or something like that. <laughs> yeah, most things are weak to fire in real life, but not in this game. <laughs> That just reminds me of Dragon's Dogma. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It hates fire! <laughs> Everything. It doesn't matter what the fuck monster it was, but they all hate fire. I mean, I do too, so <laughs> yeah, I totally dude, get that. Yeah. yeah, I totally get that. It makes perfect <laughs> That's sense. That's one of the realest things I've experienced in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, attacking with the uh, thing they're weak against will eventually wear down their defense and uh, quote-unquote break them which just stuns oh. them for a round. 
uh, and oh, then nice. their defenses are down, so you can do more damage with all your attacks. Uh, so it it sort of sets up its own meta, which is yeah meta I in itself. Already, like, yeah, as you said that, my brain's like, oh, so if it's like this, like like the math was all working in my head. Does it display like? Does it display signs of when its guard is weakening or no? A numerical value, yes. They have a little shield with a number inside of it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. and then they have a little bar below that's got like between three and six little white boxes that will fill up with whatever the weaknesses are. Uh, One of the characters can use a skill called Analyze where he can figure out one of them. Yeah. The the (laughs) funny thing about, actually, I guess funny is not the right word, but the interesting thing about that skill is that it doesn't permanently unlock that knowledge. It's just for that fight. Whereas if you sort of trial and error, hit them with a spear, then a bow, and then the bow is what they're weak to, that unlocks it permanently. As when you fight them again, you go, ah, I oh. see there's a bow below it. Okay, I was about to ask if you had like a pen and paper like next to you, like you're like writing down the weaknesses of like a cyclops, and it's like, oh, it's weak to fire, of course, like everything else. <laughs> it hates fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if I'd be that dedicated to this game. I like it, but... That's a oh, level yeah, of dedication just... reserved for a very specific few games. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Like, what do you think of it? Like, you've you've put twenty hours into it, obviously. So you you like it, or <laughs> like, are you enjoying this time with I've got to go untake the pipes. Oh damn it! <laughs> Jesus, uh, I, this Ian. is so frustrating. Okay, what were you saying about twenty hours? Oh, I was saying um. You've put in 20 hours. Do you like the game? Like, I do. You, you, are you enjoying it? Like, yes, I, I am enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it in the same way that I enjoy... Uh, well, toast. I was going to say JRPGs, but here we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, like, it's a grind. It's just something to yeah. do. The game is yeah. absolutely gorgeous. It, it does tend to get a little oversaturated with, like, the, the colors and the lights. But you know what? I'm into it, so it works for me. Yeah. Uh, the art style looks really cool, how it's, like, sort of blending 3D and 2D, but mostly, like, sprite yep. 2D yep. with, like... It looks super neat. It looks unique. Like I haven't it really seen much of that. Absolutely unique. They they do a good job of utilizing the 3D engine with the 2D graphics to do things like uh, hide treasure chests throughout maps, so you don't know where the the obvious path is. So you have to explore to find them. The sort nice. of downside is that sometimes the chests contain like the very basic healing item which i use routinely three to four in a fight and if i have to do (laughs) one fight to get to it i'm suddenly in the red for healing items (laughs) damn but it's still Uh, a lot of fun to explore and gives you a sense of satisfaction of yeah i found it because it's not overly obvious and you know they they do that uh the thing that a lot of indie games will do now where they do like retro graphics quote unquote but with like a really good and it's it's unreal four i think so it 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 is technically like you know eight or sixteen bit or whatever, but it's done on an engine mm-hmm. that sort of scoffs at the idea of anything less than like <laughs> hyper realism. Yeah. So are with that said, are there like crazy spells? Like I, I'm thinking of like uh, I I played Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance, and there were certain like summons that would like be world shattering, like ten second long animations of like crazy shit. Is there any of that in this game? Like. I, do you like insane animations for certain spells and stuff? They do pull out the eight bit stops for the spells. Like when you cast an ice spell, you get you get actual real looking icicles across the screen as opposed to a oh, bunch that's, of that's like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's real neat. Um, nothing super crazy yet, 
but I also haven't gotten far enough to unlock the like end tier stuff. I, I'm actually um, I'm kind of curious as to where this game's going to progress to because I don't have a lot more skills left in some of these characters, and I'm not <laughs> that far in as far as I can tell. So I don't know if I eventually unlock a different set of skills or if I'm just done with this character after they're like they they they're done growing. They've learned what they need to. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. That's a game that kind of flew past me. Uh, I was like, oh man, that looks really cool. I haven't played a JRPG in a while, but I'm busy. Yeah. It yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of time. Uh, it's also I I don't know if it's worth sixty dollars. I mean I don't think it's gonna go oh, on yeah. sale anytime soon. But mm-hmm. you know I bought it for sixty and I'm enjoying it partly because I feel like I have to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's fun. It's just I probably would have been more comfortable around like a thirty or forty dollar price point for the mm-hmm. sort of level of detail in the game. You know, yeah. I, some of the old school RPGs, it was like, if you put these two characters together, you suddenly unlocked a new skill, and this skill would do this weird extra thing, and so there's a lot more depth into combat or, or you know, other just mechanics that you had to totally. sort of figure out, whereas this one feels very uh, all laid out for me. Yeah, like kind of standard, yeah. like you kind of know what you see is what you get kind of... That being Total said, Wazzywig RPG. I might find that it's very different after I get past level like twenty or something. That yeah. might be where like shit gets crazy. Huh. Well, you'll have to let us know then. Yeah. With a uh, with your, your weekly updates about Octopath. Alert! 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 This has been an emergency broadcast. Octopath fear is still fun. Fear. Fear. Games on Earth Pirate Radio. <laughs> We're telling you the true facts that the government's too afraid to let you in on. <laughs> All right. This has been Games on Earth. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. Uh, thank you to Kyle Anstra for the intro-outro music. Um, I'm going to be finishing Spider-Man here uh, in the week- weekend, probably, and then playing WoW. And then kind of I'm kind of I, I, I sense a drought in my mind. Like I feel like Spider-Man's one of those big, impactful games that once I finish, I'm going to be kind of spinning uh for a bit trying to find what next to latch on to because it's such a big fun experience um i think i'm gonna be a little lost for a bit so next week i might need help figuring out what to play and i might be very depressed um ian what are you playing this week ahead i think i'm gonna muster up the courage to turn on into the breach um (laughs) do it i'm going to it's because i started on hard had to go back to normal beat it normal went back to hard and now i'm yeah okay so i'm gonna try to actually do some fucking pvp in wow yeah because i've played that. wow in weeks and i've got a weekend off and uh it doesn't shit. it doesn't require more than a half hour man Derek, you can play it any day all it i want to do you don't no listen all just I do, do one battleground takes like 15 minutes dude i want to hop up, in i want to load up do a battleground go in my sick bong like i've told you already <laughs> and just hunker tobacco down. pipe oh yeah excuse me tobacco pipe um, and I just want to just pipe out and play some WoW for like seven hours. I, <laughs> I want to get that nicotine deep in me. I just want to <laughs> boof that fucking deep American in your bones. spirit. <laughs> <laughs> get that buzz going. I need that <laughs> nicotine buzz. I love being just like buzz when I'm playing WoW, you know? Yeah, just like really just grind out, man. Just play some WoW. Um, whatever. <laughs> What John, what about name? you? What Chat. are you what are you planning on playing in the week ahead? Uh probably a little more Octopath. 
Uh, I've sort of fallen off Graveyard Keeper because it's gotten a little yeah. more repetitive than I would have liked. I oh, think yeah. I may try. Are you, kind of, huh? are you kind of hitting the edges of the early access, you think? Yeah, it's it, it's it's become more of the same, which is mm-hmm. the sort of unfun part about it. Eventually, it's sort of, ah, uh, got to do the same thing again so I can do this other thing to get a slight improvement. So I've sort of yeah. stopped playing that. I may try to go face my crippling phasmophobia and play Subnautica some more. Mm, nice. <laughs> I'd I, love to hear more about that game. You know, the only uh, time I've been able to successfully play it without being mildly panicky is when I, too, used a tobacco pipe. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, once you get that nicotine buzz, you can do anything, <laughs> You're afraid man. of nothing. <laughs> You're afraid of nothing. <laughs> You're too hyped on nicotine. Uh, getting hyphy. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Uh, this has been a great episode. We'll be back next week with more games. Uh, how do we? How, do, how should we take it out this week? Shit, I always freeze up at this point. Um, uh, hey, Derek. I know. See, why don't you bring yeah. us out with that? Tell me about your favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Okay, this is going to be a toughie because I don't really watch Nicolas Cage. Ding, okay. ding, ding, ding. You're the that winner. Could have we gone can still two be ways. friends. We're still good. Uh-huh. It was, was either t- because uh-huh. I don't watch them or because I love all of them. And boy, <laughs> yeah. oh boy. I feel like it's one. It's got to be The Rock because that's just a good movie. Um, uh, but not because of Nicolas Cage. I think maybe in spite of him. Oh, oh, wait, nope, Con Air. Put the bunny in the box. God damn it. That's oh, the I one. I about Con Air. Now I've, and put, Raising put Arizona. Put the bunny oh, in no. the box. My, my attempt at a bit just made me look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicolas Cage has some okay movies. I would not call Con Air a good movie. No, but, but it's entertaining as hell. It's endearing. Yeah, put the bunny in the box. Should have put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, y'all, let's go watch Con Air. Woo, here we go. Con Air time, y'all. This is going to be a much longer podcast (laughs) as we live. Con Air uh, enthusiast podcast. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, welcome to our second podcast. Okay, we're done with that first recording, guys. (laughs) This is called uh, Plane Full of Blood. A plane full of blood. The <laughs> Con Air uh, retrospective fan cast, where we watch every week. We watch Con Air and uh, talk about it um, every week. Uh, welcome to Bunny Out of the Box. Uh, <laughs> this is our bunny unboxing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do bunny unboxing videos and Con Air rewatches, um, MST3K style. So get ready for the fun, everybody. Here we go. Episode 300.